Good morning, friends, and I'd like to welcome you to the Joe Moffat Show. We're going to be fellowshipping this morning in reference to the goodness of the seed faith of the church and exactly how much that bullshit is messing up people's fucking lives. What's goddamn going on, y'all? This is Joe Moffat, host of the Joe Moffat Show. Thank you, thank you. I'm happy to be here as always. I thought I'd throw that bullshit out there for a second, you know, have a little fun with you guys. But to be honest with you, I'm not actually taking the side of these damn churches at all. You know, especially when they got the audacity to ask for a fucking jet. Who the fuck needs a jet to go to church? I really don't understand that shit for the life of me. But before I start ripping on them bastards, of course, y'all know I got to do my my news. So, <laughs> man, hold up. You can't go a day without hearing about motherfucking Donald Trump. We're just going to call this segment the Donald Trump Watch or call it Trump Watch because this motherfucker is insane. And frankly, with some of the shit that he's been coming up with lately, I think we need to have some kind of real eyes, in a, not in a political standpoint, but I mean like in a judicial and a, like the cops and the FBI on this motherfucker 24 hours a day, 7 days a week because this motherfucker is insane with coming the shit that he coming up with. Monday in the middle of a press conference you know when you do a press conference you're trying to make friends you know, in my opinion you're trying to, to, to sell yourself to the media in a way that is not, I guess, you know, volatile. You know, you don't want to want to sell yourself as being an asshole. You know, Donald Trump is a whole different level because see, Donald Trump and what many of the people who support Donald Trump don't understand is that this motherfucker don't give a fuck about you. He don't give a shit. Not one. Not two. Not ten. Okay. All right? All of you supporters, did you see all of these crazy-ass folks? What was it, in Iowa and this, or Ohio? It was either Iowa or Ohio. This motherfucker came out, and they had this big-ass sign. God bless President Trump. And I like to think to myself, was, Lord help us if that motherfucker even win the damn Republican primary. Fuck winning the election. If he win the primary, we in trouble. Because somebody going to, I'm serious, he going to fuck some up around here so goddamn bad, it's going to take 10 presidents to fix that shit. But he was in his press conference Monday, and a gentleman by the name of Jorge Ramos, Jorge Ramos was asking questions. He was a representative of Univision Television. And what does this motherfucker Trump tell him? Harley Jack shit, he threw him out of the damn press conference. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, he ain't going to be happy until his condescending ass get fucked up. Because let me tell you something about Donald Trump. One, he is the descendant of immigrants. Look it up. It's very true. Donald Trump is the descendant of immigrants. Okay? So, his, most of his wives have all been from other countries so I, I sit here and it blows my mind when you you say this because he's saying that in America if you're born in America you should be, they, that you shouldn't be considered American anymore do you know how many other countries you're gonna piss off with that bullshit you're not just gonna piss off Mexico bro you're gonna piss off a lot of people 
That's what Donald Trump is trying to do. Donald Trump is the because there's this feeling for some reason or other that the country is trying to fall into a full-on civil war. Okay? And there's going to be a lot of people crawling, caught up in the fucking crosshairs of this bullshit because this motherfucker is certified gone in the head. And y'all listening to this bullshit. Why? That nigga's crazy. Don't be falling for that bullshit. It ain't worth it. Okay? Like I've said in past shows, use your own mind. But know that that motherfucker is not trying to win the presidency so that he can do more for the country. Anytime that a millionaire wants to be a president, if you got a million dollars and you want to volunteer for a motherfucking $400,000 a year job, your ass is up to something. Your ass is trying to pull a stunt that none of us can get away with your sorry ass trying to make it happen. That's why you're trying to buy this damn election. So people, please, don't fall for the Donald Trump shit because it's fucking retarded it's stupid don't do it all right and i got that off my damn chest that short bus ride motherfucker somebody pass him a helmet and a pudding cup and tell him to go sit his ass in a corner somewhere that's just my fucking opinion what else is going on in the wonderful news of news and news oh yeah Fucking NFL season ain't started and two damn players have already been indicted from the San Francisco fucking 49ers. Yes, yes, yes. How much shit is the 49ers have gotten into here lately? Good night. Ray McDonald and Ahmad Brooks, which Ray McDonald was cut by the 49ers back in, I think they said January. But you got Ray McDonald and you got Ahmad Brooks both being indicted on rape charges against, I want to say, one or two women. Now, we all know, and, and hey, I, I'm going to piss somebody off when I say this. Hold on. I'm going to piss somebody off when I say this, but we all learned from Kobe that I need to see the facts. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There are too many of these cases coming up against these superstars uh, in sports, and I'm sorry. Now, if you say if if the football player whooped their ass, I'll go ahead and run with that 100%. I'm willing to bet that shit is true. Because I'm noticing a lot of these football players have become real big bad bitches when they come to hitting women. And that makes, to me, feel like you look at them and they bitch niggas. You understand what I'm saying? I'm just going to call a spade a spade. You a bitch. You hit a woman, you a bitch. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Every day of the goddamn week of the motherfucking month for the rest of the year and a few years after that, if you love and enjoy hitting women, you a bitch. Plain and simple. Okay? No way of getting around it. But with these fellas, they're being charged with rape. Now, I, and as I've said in the past... I want to see evidence. Because with any case, you want to see evidence. I mean, hell, if a motherfucker get charged with murder, you're going to want to make sure he did it, right? Right? You know, to me, I think a lot of these guys are really getting the innocent, the, the guilty until proven innocent philosophy put towards them because they're stars. But what people don't understand with as them being stars, people want to do shit to get back at them. They want to do shit to hurt them. Now, like I said, if they wrong, they wrong. Throw their asses under the jail. Throw away the motherfucking key. Do you hear me? Put them in a goddamn cell box with nothing but bigger niggas than them that will turn them into they bitches. That's all good and gravy. I ain't got a problem with that. But I still want to hear the facts first. 
because unfortunately, too many of these little girls have started playing the rape card as a game, and they've been doing that shit for years, and it's not cute, ladies, at all. I understand you mad at that man, but whatever you do, do not, and I repeat, do not throw him that far under the goddamn bus. And that's all I got to say about that. Man, can't nobody be mad at me for saying that shit because it's didn't happen before in the past. Who don't remember the young man that was in Dallas? The young lady that sat there and fucked him. They was in high school together. They were high school. They were hanging out. She wanted to give him some pussy. She wanted the black experience. He wanted a white experience. They both said this shit. Now, I'm not making this up. And her parents found out that he was fucking her. And she freaked out because he was black and told his parents that he raped her. Yes, she did. So, when I tell you there's a reason why I'm not just, you know, well, there's one situation that I will say that cocksucker is guilty, guilty, guilty. And, of course, y'all know who I'm about to bring up. The wonderful and ridiculously ignorant, dumb son of a bitch, Bill Cosby. And that cocksucker admitted to it and lied all at the same time. This nigga admitted to it. He know he admitted to it in that affidavit, and the cocksucker still lied. So, yeah, you know, that's that's a whole different subject. You know, fry that motherfucker finally for once. <sighs> so, hope everybody's week is going good. I kind of did a show on Sunday, which was fun. I was on the road. Uh, a couple of y'all said I sounded distracted. I was like, say, man, I was fucking driving. Shit, you ever fucking drove and talked to yourself for... Damn, then 45 minutes to an hour, shit, that, you be fucking distracted too for a second, hell, goddamn, hell, give me a minute, shit, uh, couple of shout outs too this morning, shout out to LeBron, my homie Ken Snell, he gonna be helping out with the show here over the next few weeks, and hopefully till the end of time, you know, it took a little begging and convincing, a little motivating, you know, possibly some nipple twisters and shit like that, we can make this happen, um, and of course, say, I don't know who it is, but I got fans in Russia. I got fans in the U.S. Virgin Islands. I got fans in Canada. I don't know how the fuck I got a fan in Brazil, but all I want to say to all of y'all, as we go shit worldwide with this, thank you. I appreciate it, man. Just for, you know, for seeing the show and seeing it as something and listening to it and liking it. I mean, hell, that's what's up. Hell, I appreciate it 100%. You guys have no idea. And I'm always going to keep doing this thing because I love my folks. You know, y'all my people, and I got y'all back just like y'all got mine. Um, of course, this is Joe Michael Show broadcasting on Siri, on the uh, SoundCloud network. Keep in mind, we are going to be on SoundCloud from here on out. So you ain't got to worry about finding me nowhere else for the time being. You can find me right here on SoundCloud. Even as we move the episodes over to iTunes, you will find us right here. Okay? SoundCloud is a shit, so shout out to them. Which now brings me to the topic of the day. And this comes from a story by a gentleman um, that I saw on HBO by the name of John Oliver. Those who don't know who John Oliver is, he hosts a wonderful late night talk show on HBO um, European fella, very cool, fucking hilarious, first time I saw this nigga show, I was laughing so goddamn hard, my ribs was hurting, that shit was funny as fuck, and one of the things that he talked about was, and one of the biggest things he talked about was the seed faith as it comes 
to televangelists and these preachers, okay? Now, don't get me wrong. I am not throwing every preacher under the bus, and I don't want nobody to think that I'm doing that. There are awesome good preachers on in this country. There are a lot of good individuals that do good things for people in the community and do good things for their congregations, okay? Don't think, don't say that Joe sitting here is, is taking a piss on every preacher on the planet. That's not what I'm doing. What I'm taking a piss on is these motherfuckers who use the public's, I guess, ignorance. I'll call it ignorance. Let's call it spade to spade. Ignorance against them. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you how. Okay. There's this big thing, and it's been going on for years now. It pisses me off that it took a motherfucker to first of all ask for a jet. Creflo Dollar, this ignorant bastard, went in his congregation while they was recording this shit for his TV show and asked these motherfuckers for a jet. That blew my mind. I was sitting here thinking to myself, why in the hell, Creflo, would you ask for a jet? And I, Lord have mercy, I see somebody with a damn Ben Carson bumper sticker. What is this fucking world coming to today? Jesus, why? Sorry, that just, when you see some shit that goddamn dumb, it will pull all of your attention off of everything that you was talking about. What the hell was we saying? Lord have mercy. That's a dumbass, by the way. I don't give a fuck. He is a wonderful surgeon and probably a brilliant doctor. But when it comes to having a, a, a grasp on real life, that man got all of life and bullshit confused. And you can quote me on that shit. Ben Carson is a jackass. He need to go back to the emergency room and go back to the goddamn surgery room and get your ass out of time about running for fucking politics. Stop it. Now, back to the preachers. So, anyway, it's in reference to the seed faith. And what they, they for those that have never heard this before, which I'm shocked, because these motherfuckers got networks preaching everything on TBN. That's all they fucking talk about is sowing your damn seed. Let me tell you what they mean. Okay, because I've dealt with this in the church firsthand. Follow me now. So, Reverend Dingleberry, he gets on and he gets the preaching and he gets to telling it how it is. And he said, God says that I am here to show you the way of how to live your life. That's how the preachers do it, right? I'm getting it pretty right. So there you go. No, fuck y'all if I ain't. Okay, so here we go. Continue. So now, so we sitting here and we didn't gather together. And we all know that as the preacher, the preacher provides and prays for your sins. But for me to be able to get down on my knees and pray for your sins, we need seeds. I'm like, seeds? Fuck, I got some sunflower seeds in the car, my nigga. No, that ain't what I mean. When I say mean, it's your seeds. It's your seeds. It's based on your tithes and your offering. Oh, you need money. <laughs> ain't no goddamn seed. I didn't put a $20 in, the, $20 in the ground and hope to God that that shit turned into a money tree. Did it happen? Nope. Only thing that happened that I was out of 20 bucks after the damn worms ate that fucking shit. <laughs> I ain't have a 20 fucking bucks no more. I had to go hustle and make some more. Fuck it. Shit. That's what we do. But oh, you don't get it. Well, no, nigga, I get it a little bit. You know, you need money. Well, it's not just about the money. It's about you giving what you owe to God. Where well, is he here? Huh? <laughs> is he here? No. So how am I going to give it to him? Well, you plant that seed with me. Oh, so I got to give you the money. 
uh. <laughs> that nigga say, uh. I ain't lying. This is the way these fuckers do. So, okay, so I'm, a, you know, I'm sitting here, I'm in church. I'm thinking to myself, okay, yeah, well, I got to pay, you know, on tithes and offers. My grandmother, when I was a kid, she always gave me $1 for church. I didn't need no more. I knew I had my dollar. I was set for the week. So I'd go in, and they'd pass the basket, and I'd give them my dollar. And that should have been enough, right? Wrong. Because guess what? When you go to some of these, these churches nowadays, they will shame you for giving a dollar which i'm sitting there thinking to myself well first of all this is what i want to give you know and i've sat in churches i shit i sat in new life christian center i never sit i shit you not over 10 years ago i said new life christian center watch that man pass a damn money basket and was doing a collection plate and this motherfucker had checks stacked in there $50, $100, $200, $500, and I'm sitting here with my dollar. But you know the nigga look at me and say in that same damn church? Well, don't you think that we understand and love your dollar? But if you gave us two, that would double your blessings. So let me get to Wait a minute, motherfucker. If I gave you two, it's supposed to double my blessings. I'm buying two. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I ain't supposed to be buying blessings. That's where everybody get fucked up. This is where our mentalities fall off in some weird reason when it comes to organized religion and faith. You understand what I'm saying? That's where we get thrown off because they're quick to say, well, give us that money. But on the other hand, on the other hand, what they're not quick to say is what they do with it. What they're not quick to tell you is how they spend these funds in reference to the church and what they do by the congregation, okay? All right? There's a church pastor right now sitting around debating on charging (laughs) for communion. But that's because we got to pray and lay hands on that blessing. I don't need you to put your hands on me to be blessed. Keep your hands to yourself, nasty motherfucker. So, Reverend, let me ask you this question. So we sow these seeds and and, and we do this. And just like, and I'm going to throw some names out there. T.D. Jakes, Ivy Hilliard, uh, white dude John Oliver was talking about the other night. Joel Osteen, along with his father John. They've been doing that seed faith shit for years. Bishop Eddie Long with his nasty ass. He been doing that shit and was doing that shit for years before he got caught in his jet fucking teenage boys on a jet and running around the the country just fucking at 50,000 miles and 50,000 feet in the air. Just getting just ugh. that shit made me sick because I'm like you the preacher. You're using the church's stuff to do horrible and atrocious things. You sick bastard. That's just fucking disgusting. But you want me to sit here and believe in your ass? Well, I say, no, don't say shit to me when you done fucked up that bad, bro. Okay. I'm just saying, you didn't messed up that bad, but you but not but like I said, not all of them are not all of them are bad. I think what happens with the mentality of people 
who believe in the church to a point, there's got to be a point where you believe in yourself and not put all your belief in the church. Okay. Put your faith in God. Don't put your faith in the church. And putting your faith in God has nothing to do with the building that you attend to go to, to attend church. You get what I'm saying, folks? I'm not a preacher. My mom always said I should have been a preacher. You probably would have been great at Shut up, bitch. I like to cuss too much. But, and I, I never wanted to have that feeling that I was telling people what to do or what to say. Because who am I? You know, I always stop and ask myself the question, who am I? To You know, I'm not in a position to lead somebody down a path of righteousness that's being depicted by man. Because who's to say? Because I'm going to tell you right now, when, when, when them heavenly gates open and God's come back, I'm rolling the bat. Somebody going to be standing in line and be answering to him and saying, you was wrong the whole damn time. You ain't never had it right. Then what? What do we do about it? You've misled all these people all these years. Well, instead of doing something about it now, how about we just try our best to be good people and look out for each other instead of falling for the seed faith shit? Because let me tell you an idea of what the seed faith does. You know, it's all fun and games and we're having a good time. But, oh shit, he about to tell them secrets. You damn right I am. This ain't no fucking secret. This shit happens in public, in Bold print, and no nobody catch on to it. Give you an example. T.D. Jakes has held the Mega Fest, I believe, for over 15 years now. And he tours this Mega Fest usually in Atlanta, and this year he had it in Dallas. And the Mega Fest includes all of these preachers and all of these seminars and all of this shit, all surrounding the church. It's all about, all about the church. So in reference to Mega Fest, I ask you, did they sell tickets to Mega Fest? Now, this is a church event. Before you answer that question, I'm going to say this. This is a church event. These church events are built to inspire people to believe in the goodness of the Lord. How much did it cost to get in, you say? It cost, oh, I don't know. They were selling VIP packages from anywhere from 75 to 200 bucks to go to church. Help me understand that. When Joel Osteen goes on tour and you look up his tickets... At Ticketmaster, do they sell preferred seating? Yes. Who wants front row seats to see a preacher? I mean, honestly. And, and for that matter, why the hell am I having to buy tickets to go to church? That's bullshit. But they're doing it. And they're getting away with it. And they're making bags on bags of money off of stupid people. Do we continue to let them do it? Why? And why is it? Because they've used faith and used people's faith against their common sense and better judgment. And to me, that's the most fucked up thing about it, y'all. Using faith against common sense. Because we'll look at faith, a lot of us will look at faith, and you know, and it's really bad with our elderly. It's really bad with our elderly because the elderly were all brought up in that sense of believing in our pastors. You understand what I'm saying? They had those beliefs. You tell, you can tell a young Catholic about 
the molestation cases that have happened in the Catholic churches over the last few years, and they will be discussed. You take that same Catholic and move them back 50 years and bring them up now in this day and age, they won't believe in the same situation. They'll think you're lying. They'll call you a liar and judge you for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's nuts. They do it all the fucking time. It never stops. So faith versus common sense, folks, just use your common sense. Don't put all your faith in one basket. Use common sense. You understand what I'm saying? Go to three churches on three different weeks and see if you get the same message. You won't. You won't. They could be going over the same topic, talking about the exact same stuff, but you will not get the same message. And that's real. Because everybody has a way of doing their things. So you can't persecute, and I'm not going to persecute one for the benefit of the other. You understand what I'm saying? Because you can go to that seed faith church and then go to a Baptist church right across the street where they still have um, a governmental type body that and that gives rules to pastors. And you have these rules and these regulations to keep pastors honest. Okay? They have councils all over the South of all of the preachers and everything to keep these pastors in line because they understand temptation happens. They understand that we are going to be tempted to do bad things even though they are pastors. You understand what I'm saying? So that's the reason why they have usher boards. That's the reason why most churches have church boards. But see, when, even when you have the church boards, you still have to give that benefit of the doubt that this is still a human being and they're going to mess up. Hell, I remember when I was younger, my grandparents went to the Methodist church and they had the church board and they would issue pastors all over the state through the, the Methodist church, but I don't know what the hell it was called, man, shit, this was 20 years ago, hell. But they would send these pastors in, and hell, I, I shit you not, I remember one year, I went to my grandparents. Um, that Christmas, I went down there, and they had just got a new preacher in the church. Three and a half months, five, no, six months later, I went back to Lake Charles, and they had another preacher, Okay. And then went back again the next year for Christmas. Guess what? Trifecta. Three different preachers in one year. Now, I ask you, you mean to tell me that you start these churches and these preachers like Ivy Hilliard that's been in there since the beginning and they're the founders of the church. You mean to tell me because let's say something happened to the Hilliard, who's going to take over? You know what's going to No, you know what's going to happen? The church going to fail. You want to know why? Because it's not sanctioned. It's not put together right. You understand? They don't have the people making the rules to be able to say, oh, well, we need to bring another preacher in. Oh, well, we can't. This why? Because it's Hilliard's church. Yeah. It's going to be a clusterfuck of immense proportion. Unless he got a Joel standing around like John did. John trained his son. And John was one of the biggest seed faith preachers ever. John trained his son Joel and then Joel took over in Lake, Lakewood Church in Houston. Lakewood Church bought a damn former basketball arena for the church. You shouldn't need that many niggas in one church. That's just too many. That's too many. That's a fucking 15,000 person stadium. 
But you want to know what else? They, they put in churches all over, too. You got, you got people franchising churches now. Creflo Dollar, one of them. So is Ivy Hilliard. And if people think I'm lying about Ivy Hilliard, by all means, pull them up online and see what you find. You'll see everything I'm telling you with interest and dividends. The only difference between Ivy Hilliard, Creflo Dollar, and Joel Osteen is that Joel Osteen and Ivy Hilliard were smart enough to not ask for a jet and say, I'm praying for it in the name of Jesus. See, that's what Creflo Dollar fucked up because Creflo Dollar said he was going to use his faith to get him a jet. Joel and Ivy demanded it out of whoever was running the money at the church. And they got it. And they can go wherever they want, whenever they want. The reason why I focus so hard on Ivy Hilliard is because a couple of years ago when I was in Houston and I was hanging out with my wife and we was riding around and chilling. I just dropped off my son and we was going to get something to eat. And we was pulling out of Jack in the Box parking lot and sure enough, we going down Westheimer and I look up and I see a goddamn Rolls Royce Phantom. Now, I was in my Chrysler 300 and it kind of reminded me of that story of Cat Williams. That little motherfucker pissed me off with that shit because here I am in my Chrysler 300 while I'm sitting next to this fucking Rolls Royce Phantom. And I'm thinking just like Cat Williams, motherfucker, I am. But I didn't hate on the fact that they had a Phantom. I wanted to see who was in the bitch. To be honest with you, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to see the celebrity because I knew it had to be a celebrity or somebody rich, you know, hopefully famous that I at least recognized or maybe even a banker. And if you think about it, bankers ain't, you know, really wants to do shit like that. So I'm sitting here and all of a sudden, sure enough, I look up, pull up on the side of the car. Who do I see? Bridget Hilliard, the wife of Ivy Hilliard. And what does then? Of course, she didn't recognize me. She hadn't seen me in years. You know, I remember these people when I was real young. But the message is still there. You know, you guys are bleeding the church dry because I know for a fact that there were people who went to that church and got bled dry and still are poor to this day. While I see this heifer riding around in a Rolls Royce, mm, that's a bit much for me. So in closing, I want to thank everybody for listening to this week's show. And I also want to take a moment to um, send out a special, I say, I can say it. I'll go ahead and say we need to pray for the people, uh, the, the newscasters that were killed out in Roanoke, Virginia, which would be a Miss Allison Parker and Mr. Adam Ward. Um Senseless violence is getting out of hand in this country, folks, and until we start realizing that we are people and we live together, think together, mold together, and have ideas together and stop this separatist shit with this Black Lives Matter and White Lives Matter and Purple Lives Matter until we realize that all lives matter, it's going to all crumble and fall. So it's time for us to get up, stop letting stupid shit control us, and be better at what we do than what we're doing right now. Because right, right now all we're doing is watching each other fail. And that ain't going to help none of us succeed. I am Joe Moffat. This is the Joe Moffat Show. Thank you for listening. And you guys have a good weekend.